Your Honor. Good morning. Welcome to service. Let's begin with a word of prayer. Our Father in heaven, we praise your worthy name and thank you that we can gather together again here in your presence and in the presence of one another. We pray for us here, for those on the phone and those who will tune in virtually later. Now, Lord, all that we do, may we honor and praise your holy name. And Father, we just remember the Sandberg family. We just pray that Darian is safe and will be found. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As we prepare our hearts and minds for service, let's have a moment of quietness while the candles are being lit. Sandberg was rafting on the Battle River and uh, as of last we heard was still missing. He was uh, supposed to turn up and didn't. So, so, so Darian is, uh, it would be Laura Larson's great grandson, David and uh, Lorraine's son, a uh, grandson. So following the order of service and with one voice beginning on page 10. Please stand. If you're comfortable. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God of all mercy and consolation come to the aid of your people turning us from our sin to live for you alone. God, give us the power of your Holy Spirit that, attentive to your word, we may confess our sins, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Gracious God, have mercy on us. In your compassion, forgive us our sins, known and unknown. Things done and left undone. By your spirit, so that we may live and serve you in newness of life, to the honor and glory of your holy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. Continue with the greeting on page 12. 
Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And also with you. In peace, in peace, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the peace of the whole world, the well-being of the Church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For this holy house, and for all who offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Help, save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. Amen. Let's uh, join together in prayer. The prayer of the day is just printed on the back of the bulletin. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, Jesus bids us to come to him when we are weary, promising his yoke of love will be easy. Give us the grace to see that our true peace comes from assuming his yoke and serving you until we are at last rest in our Savior, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and remains with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Are we going to have some music before the meetings? Yeah. Caroline and I will be playing uh, softly and tenderly, and it's number 28. Please be seated in uh, the Bethel song folder. Softly and tenderly, and uh, can't sing along out loud, but you can sing in your head and you can hum.
Uh, we'll continue with the readings. Our first lesson today comes from the book of Zechariah, chapter 9, verses 9 through 12. Can you hear me here? Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you, righteous and having salvation is he, humble and mounted on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. I will cut off the chariot from Ephraim and the war horse from Jerusalem, and the battle bow shall be cut off, and he shall speak peace to the nations. His rule shall be from sea to sea, and from the river to the ends of the earth. As for you also, because of the blood of my covenant with you, I will set your prisoners free from the waterless pit. Return to your stronghold, O prisoners of hope. Today I declare that I will restore to you double. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our psalm today is Psalm 91, verses 1 through 15. I'll take the uh, regular print. Congregation can respond with the bowl. I will exalt you, O God, my King, and bless your name forever and ever. Every day will I bless you and praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. There is no end to his greatness. One generation shall praise your words to another. I will ponder the glorious splendor of your majesty and all your marvelous works. They shall speak of the mighty and wondrous acts and will tell and tell of your greatness. They shall publish the remembrance of your great goodness. They shall sing of your righteous deeds. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and of great kindness. The Lord is loving to everyone and his compassion is over all his works. All your works praise you, O Lord, and your faithful servants bless you. They make known the glory of your kingdom and speak of your power. That the peoples may know your power and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. Your dominion endures throughout all ages. The Lord is faithful in all his words and merciful in all his deeds. The Lord upholds all those who fall. He lifts up those who are bowed down. Our second lesson today is from Paul's letter to the Romans, chapter 7, verses 14 through the first half of verse 25. We know that the law is spiritual, but I am of the flesh, sold under sin. For I do not understand my own actions. For I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Now if I do what I do not want, I agree with the law that it is good. So now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells within me. For I know that nothing good dwells in me, that is, in my flesh. For I have the desire to do what is right but not the ability to carry it out. 
For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I keep on doing. Now, if I do what I do not want, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells within me. So I find it to be a law that when I want to do right, evil lies close at hand. For I delight in the law of God, in my inner being. But I see in my members another law waging war against the law of my mind and making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. Wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? Thanks be to God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. morning's gospel comes from the gospel of Matthew, chapter 11, verses 25 to 30. Jesus declared, I thank you, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and have revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father. And no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. This is the gospel of our Lord. Praise you, O Christ. Please be seated. I got a little picture here for the kids. Oops, I got more cords and buttons. <coughs> you guys, uh, know what a note is? And is your mute still on? Oh, or good it is. Jesus said, told us to take his yoke 
on us. And it will be an easy call. So he never makes the yoke really hard to call. He said it will always be easy if it's his yoke. And so that's what we can trust. We can trust it. When we let Jesus do the call, the yoke will be like So should we pray? Let's pray. Lord Jesus, help us to be fit for your yoke and fitted with it. And to always let you do the pulling that we would always pull with you never against. Amen. Thanks you guys. I'll leave you a picture. opinions and ideas in respect to that unrest. As I reflected on it, I realized that my response has not always been exactly restful. I, like the questioners, was sometimes agitated by current events. But Jesus said, come, come to me and I will give you rest. There's conditions Three, actually. The first one is, come. Come to him. Approach him. When you're heavy laden or laboring, like Paul was, when he said, when I try to do right, I don't. There's a nature in me I have to struggle against. I can under can't understand why I do the things I do or other people do. I hate the things I do. I have a desire to do right, but not, do not have the ability to carry them out. I agree that the law is good, but I seem to always come up short. Jesus says, come, come, call upon him, seek him, pray, believe. Paul also wrote in the same letter, the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. Learn from me. Look into what is recorded that he said. Read those ancient words. That's the second condition. Learn from me. Get godly counsel. Go to church. Consume the word. Jesus said the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. Psalm 119, many, many verses. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. Thy words give light and understanding to the simple. So even I can get something from the word. We're to learn of Christ and also learn Christ. 
He is both teacher and lesson. His gentleness and lowliness of heart fit him to be a teacher. And the last one, take my yoke upon you. There it is. Be yoked with Jesus. Accept him as Lord. All things, all authority in heaven and earth have been handed over to him. This is the one that died for you. He died for me. Aha, the skeptic says, there you go again. You just lay on guilt. It's all about what I cannot do, say, or think. You just want control. Well, let's just see about that. I want to read some of the context to our readings. Verses 16 to 19 just preceded our readings. I guess I've got the different version of it. But whereunto shall I liken this generation? It is like unto children sitting in the markets and calling unto their fellows and saying, We have piped unto you and you have not danced. We have mourned unto you and you have not lamented. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and you say, He has a devil. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, Behold, a man gluttonous and a wine bibber. I think some of the new versions say a drunk. A friend of publicans and sinners. But wisdom is justified over children. This is where the new versions are much better. Wisdom is justified by her deeds. So the deeds show the wisdom, or maybe the lack of it. Jesus upbraided the, the cities that didn't repent. He denounced them. Their excuses didn't cut it with them. Those who rejected John the Baptist's teaching of repentance and Christ's gospel of forgiveness and rest didn't matter. Joy or mourning, eating and drinking or not eating and drinking, they had no time. No time for them. They were always able to come up with some kind of falter, except any fault of their own. Christ was rejected, not considered, or accepted. But Jesus said, I thank you, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise, the understanding, the prudent, and revealed them to little children. So some things God has hidden. These are things that must be revealed and are freely to children. But some won't receive them. Spurgeon says, quote, The truths of the heavenly kingdom were hid by the judicial act of God from men whom in their own esteem are the wise and prudent. They cannot see because they trust in their own dim light and will not accept the light of God. Paul wrote, if anyone imagining he knows something, he does not know, does not yet know as he ought to know. If anyone imagined that he knows something, he does not yet know as he ought to know. Wisdom is justified by our children or by her deeds. 
Yes, Pastor Kevin is right. Christianity is countercultural. Society is so much more sophisticated these days. These days. So aware of the modern day ideologies of moral relativity, political correctness, emotions trumping over science, the erosion of the sanctity of life taken us. What wisdom and light have we gleaned? Was the poet Henley right in these lines from his poem Invictus? Quote, out of the night that covers me, black as the pit from pole to pole, I thank whatever gods may be for my unconquerable soul. It matters not how straight the gate, how charged with punishment the scroll. I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. End quote. Angry protesters, fearing no punishment, are destroying businesses and cities and statues of Confederate generals and churches. And as the captains of their own souls that they are, after destroying the Confederate generals, they destroy the statues of the Union generals that defeated the, defeated the Confederate ones. Wisdom is known of her children, justified by her deeds. One huge American corporation is bowing to the demands to rid themselves of their old names, uh, Aunt Jemima. The world knew her as Aunt Jemima, but her given name was Nancy Green. She was born a slave in 1834 in Montgomery County, Kentucky and became a wealthy superstar in the advertising world as its first living landmark. She was ahead of our Nancy Green, remember? She, she, she sold Mars bars, wasn't it? Yeah. Green was 56 years old when she was selected as Polk's person for a new ready-mix self-rising pancake flour and made her debut in 1893 at a fair and exposition in Chicago. She demonstrated the pancake mix and served thousands of pancakes, became an immediate star. She was a good storyteller, her personality was warm and appealing, and her showmanship exceptional. Her exhibition booth drew so many people that special security personnel were assigned to keep the crowds moving. Nancy Green was signed to a lifetime contract traveled on promotional tours all over the country and was extremely well paid. Her financial freedom, freedom enabled her to become a leading advocate against poverty and in favor of equal right for the folks in Chicago. When she died, she was one of the first black millionaires. General Mills bought her name and her likeness, her picture, and she maintained her job until her death in 1923 at the age of 89. Now, her name and her faith, face are banished. The cultural 
ideology that claims to be fighting racism, racism is actually fueling its fires. Wisdom is justified of her children, known by her deeds. My good friend Alan Halt wrote these words, quote, The proud disposition of the seekers of self-sovereignty, who instead of being submissive to God, are dismissive of him, asserting undependence, arrogating to themselves what is God's alone, inevitably, inevitably discovering to their great unrest that the liberty they sought was actually a grievous yoke under which they are burdened with what God never meant man to bear. End quote. So here we are now. We're looking at reading this morning. Yeah, we've got to change the name of the Edmonton Eskimos. Yeah. Has to be changed. Must be tormenting to be attempting to make all things right and reconcile for all past wrongs, real or perceived. Maybe they should call them the Edmonton Farmers. When I was right fresh off the bale stuker, I started high school in Edson, big high school, 500 and more kids, students. And the derogatory term that the students used to one another was farmer, farmer. Anyway, so I don't know, maybe we can't call them farmers. They want to change the name of the Washington Redskins, too. I don't know, though. I haven't heard anybody complain about Redneck yet. <laughs> anyway, to the, to the skeptic who thinks Christ's yoke is burdensome and restricting, remember Jesus promises that it is an easy pull. We who are believers and sometimes don't believe or forget to whom we are yoked with need to discover the rest that Jesus promised. That's what I was forgetting. And current events were agitating me, disturbing my rest. The rest comes because it is Jesus who does the heavy pulling for us. Under his yoke we find those hidden things. Things like faith, peace, joy, hope. And we freely become captives to them. And what Zachariah said, Turn you to the stronghold, you prisoners of hope, and God will restore double. There's a hymn. I won't even attempt to sing it. I'm a prisoner of hope, bound by my faith, chained to your love, locked up in grace. I'm free to leave, but I'll never go. I'm wonderfully, willingly, freely a prisoner of hope. Beautiful hymn. Country music singer Johnny Lee has, a, has one too. It's called Prisoner of Hope. Prisoners of hope don't want to be free, he sings. I'm going to differ with Henley's Invictus. There is a higher authority. 
And if we stay joined to him, we'll find that life of childhood liberty. We need not fear any schemes of man or the devil. Jesus Christ can liberate our souls that are bound to them. Thinking and believing they're free. In these times when our culture is careening wildly off its mores and values, we need clear vision to rest in our Lord, who is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. Glory to his name, our Lord. Like the psalmist said, when we bow down to him, he lifts us up. Praise to you, O God. Let us pray. Our blessed Father in heaven, thank you, Lord, for your promises that are sure and always yes and amen. Lord, forgive us for our fearfulness, our anxieties, and, oh God, draw us to come and approach you, to come unto you. We pray for our neighbors and for our society, for our, our country. May there be a return to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Be down my vision. Oh, well, they're getting ready. I did have a song I was going to sing. Got it right here. So they're getting their stuff ready. You'll be happy to hear them sing when I'm done. When everything goes wrong and when everything goes wrong and it seems all hope is gone, I remember how my Savior died. He died there on the cross so this old world would not be lost. Jesus died for me long ago. Jesus died for me long ago, long ago. On a hillside far away, he was tortured and slain. God bless his holy name. Jesus died for me long ago. Amen. Amen. It's tricky singing when you hear yourself in your ears. <laughs> but. This is uh, hymn number 776 in the blue uh, with one voice if you want to follow along.
Creed on page uh, 19. Please step. I believe in God the Father Almighty.
Bob. We pray also for Wayne, Annie, Trevor, Pastor John, Oliver and Edgar, Don and Gail, Roxana and her boys, Matt, Alvin and Grace, Muriel, Donna, Sharon, Portia, Sinead, Larry, Arnold, and Bruce. Lord, those that are on our hearts, we just pray that their needs will be met in you. Lord, in your mercy. <laughs> our mighty Father, we remember the families of those who have recently lost loved ones. We lift them before you, O God. May they find hope in you. May your Holy Spirit hover around them to cover them, comfort them. We pray for Molly's family, Fred's, Lila's, Leslie's, Lane's, and Corey's family. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Gracious God and Father, your Son stooped to heal those who were wounded and weary. Fill with joy the hearts of all who suffer in mind, body, or spirit. Turn their sorrow into joy, their suffering into health, and their cries for help into shouts of praise. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. I missed the offertory prayer. Let's pray it as well. It is on uh, page 21. There's a basket at the back, or uh, you can mail it in the offerings into box 535. 535 R8, TOD 2XO. Let us pray. Merciful God, we, we offer with joy and thanksgiving what you have first given us. Ourselves, our time, and our possessions. Signs of your gracious love. Receive them for the sake of him who offered himself for us. Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our protocol this morning for the uh, Lord's Supper would be we'll start From the back, uh, come up one pewful at a time, take your elements and return. Come up the middle aisle, return down the outside aisles. They're spread out here. So you can, there's a juice here, wine there, and I think they're all. Uh, the gluten free one is the gluten free one. Yeah. And there's a garbage uh, here for the uh, empty glasses. Families and mention about cohorts. Families and cohorts are can come up together, like yeah. so. Yeah.
up your hearts. Let them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. It is indeed right and salutary that we should at all times and in all places offer thanks to Jesus Christ our Lord, who ascending above the heavens and sitting at your right hand, poured out on this day the Holy Spirit as he had promised upon his chosen disciples. The whole earth rejoices with him. Therefore, with angels and archangels, we praise your name and join in their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, Lord God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. The night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, gave thanks, broke it, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat, this is my body, broken for you. Again, after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it to all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant of my blood. Shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses.
anybody at home have their elements, join us.
Go in peace. Serve the Lord. Thanks be to God. The announcements.